0: get into Summer Thirty Four, we got Ed McMahon on with us, the one and only Brian Robinson. We always love having him on. He's busy, by the way. I just want to—he didn't ask me to, but I want to promote. Brian Robinson is a life coach now. If you want to <laughs> get your life together, if you want to get ripped up physically, get your mind sharp. You contact Brian Robinson. Brian, what's the name of your uh, what's the name of your your business? I forget.
1: Uh, you know what? I, have, I haven't named it yet, Bill. I didn't know I had it started yet. Well, we're starting it right now because yeah, like
0: I'm a client and, uh, and I've lost 40 pounds. Thanks to Brian Robinson with no diet, just eating right, doing the right things. Uh, he's helped me sharpen up my mind a little bit, which is kind of, you know, that's kind of a difficult thing. We all know, but Robbie, I mean, I don't know, Brian Burns, you know, you're getting off the cup. What's the name of his new company? Well, I'm going to just say this, Robbie. Uh, I like that life coach. I
2: mean, cause he is, he said that he can get ripped up. He's been ripped up on all different types of aspects of his life. Okay, <laughs> he's defi- he's, re- he's defined and redefined getting ripped up. But uh, right now it's in the positive nature. It's we're getting that bi- mind and body all straight. Um, so maybe <coughs> at least I'm not ripped call- up in
0: the bottle. That's what I'm saying. Maybe <laughs> called ripped up by Robbie. Ripped yeah. up by Robbie. Boom, just like that. So bottle you know, here, you guys
1: got.
0: Everybody's got the you got the phone number for the hotline. If you need to get a hold of Robbie, and can call Sarah. You can get a hold of him on Facebook Messenger or whatever. Get a hold what of. What do you got to and- say about that, Robbie? Let's. I want I want to hear your perspective on on
2: on the different aspects of getting ripped. Like, let's talk about where you're. You know what,
1: what kind of ripped you were getting before. And now, what kind of ripped you're getting now? Let's listen to it. <laughs> I hit the bottle pretty hard for quite a while, and I learned that all aspects of the different types of vodka, whiskeys, and beer. Mm-hmm. So I decided to give that up and I went back to the gym lifestyle. So no more ripped with the bottle, just ripped in the gym. So how long have you been
2: in the gym? How long how long has this plan been going and, and how how has it been going?
1: It's been going good. It's been uh, over a year, never cheated on my diet. Work out every day a couple times and
2: there you go. And it's wor- I'm telling you
0: what, the guy's driven. He he goes 100% one direction.
2: No matter what,
1: what road he's
0: on. No matter what he's doing. But listen, on a serious note, Brian and I have, Brian Robinson and I have had many conversations about mindset, how important that is to... To drive the rest of your parts of life, Brian. Come on, don't be t- t- humble here. Like know this is ripped by Robbie. This
1: is your this is your coming out <laughs>
0: party. So come on, give it give us a little spiel. You you didn't know this was going to happen, but you got a new business kicking off right now.
1: That, definitely, I had no idea about this new business, but you know, you only got one life. You got to live it with all you got. You got to give it all you got every day. Don't let a day wasted. It. It's time to change today. Right. There's only, you only got today, today, right? And, yep. and before
2: we had those it days, it matter how just,
1: tired you are. It doesn't matter if you haven't slept. It doesn't matter if your dog died, get off your ass and go. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: and listen, I, I got to give a little backstory. So we know Brian Robinson, so we're knee high and I'm going to tell you something. He does everything he does. He goes to the max. Let's just say this. He's shitting out muscles right now. Like there is not, I bet he probably has, I don't know, maybe 5% body weight. But he, um, he, Brian Robinson, will help you take it on down that trail. And he, I'm going to tell you something. Someone that almost died, I mean, he was in the hospital. Brian Burns flew down there. He was on his last leg, and we're so grateful that he, he didn't just come back. He came back strong. And he doesn't have a big toe. Now, who who in this world <laughs> can work out and do all the things he's doing now without a big toe? You know, the big toe is very important because it gives you balance.
1: Uh. All right. It's all about a mindset, Bill. It's all about the mindset. I don't worry about the big toe, and it don't worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't worry about you because no? she gone.
2: And they and like they said in the office, like oh Creed, Creed said in the office, all natural, baby.
0: Yeah, all
1: natural. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyways, ripped by Robbie. There we go. I love it. So um today we got we got a couple stories. Um, I think everybody's gonna enjoy. And we're just gonna we're gonna kick it off. Um, right out of the gates. I want I want to hear about this fishing story you boys had.
2: This one kind of came... This, I thought about this one when we were talking to JC. And we talked to JC Seawall for probably an hour. And uh, we're just throwing stuff. So much good stuff. And it was just a conversation between Bill and I. And by God, Bill can't, Bill can't figure out how to get that recording. But I told him... I touched on a story about... And Brian... I talked with Brian. He remembers it. Um, when we went fishing Kip Lake river is we were up fishing kip lake and that I don't even know if what that you was
1: know that it was probably what 85
2: 87 probably junior senior year and I don't even know it was in the summer yeah. I know, I know it, was, it was relatively nice and uh we had ourselves a run in with one of the local um you're right, fellas that was out fishing. A lot of people fish that, but there, you can catch some days where it's windy out there. And uh, but I tell you, you could go and get away and you could catch some big fish out of kip. Kip, mission. What are some of the other ones up there? Mission, Kip. Um What are the big river or lakes around there, Brobby?
1: Francis up uh, by Blair.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: fish, Kip. Duck.
2: Duck Lake. Duck Lake's a big one, way up north there. You get you might get lost up
1: there. That's right up by Bath.
2: Okay,
1: so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell uh, what I remember. Didn't, the, didn't Harold story. Eller
0: didn't Harold Ellert run, run all those uh, all of those places and he had his Olympia beer and his little cooler?
2: Harold Ellert would go fishing up there and I never got to go ice fishing with him, but he had a setup and I'll never forget the setup. He had that El Camino, okay, yep. that was his real oh, yeah. rig, And he was a carpenter by trade. Okay. One. He was a car. He could swing a hammer, the best of them, and he built an ice house made of wood. Can you imagine how heavy that thing was? And that thing would sit up at <laughs> the back of that El Camino, propped up. I think he had a little stove and a little chimney coming out of it. Oh, he, he didn't. He didn't take it off the back of it. He just. Oh left. no, he. I think he he slid it off there somehow. I mean, that was heavy. I mean, I can't. He, I'm sure he had some setup, but he would get out there and he would get that. And I never, like I said, never went with him, but he would pull in some big old fish. And I think that was his alone time. I think he'd go up there and, and nestle in with some buddies and just do some, like, like he should. Right. Some but that. Now you go to Cabela's, I got ice fishing hut. it, but probably weighs 20 pounds. He'd pop it right up. He's blowing it, I think. And it pops up. To, he,
0: so he'd have to get out there plenty before that ice melted or that thing was going down. Oh, that ice gets thick up there. I mean, that's some thick ice. I mean, it's, you don't have to worry
2: about falling. He drove his Camino, Al Camino out there <laughs> on that thing, and then he dropped that ice house on it. I would have loved to have seen it. Did he take but, the El Camino on the ice? Do you know that? Yes, he drove the El Camino out onto the ice, and then him and Richard or Harry or Tom, I don't know who he had with him, his brother Marion, and they would jimmy that thing off. I don't know how they did it, but they'd jimmy that thing off of there. Which, you know what? Honestly, that would be the easy part. But after you have about 27, always into
0: it, throwing it back on there.
2: I don't know. I'd like oh, to see how they oh, do Oh, wait. So,
0: you th- so he would put it back in every time he would go? Why wouldn't he just leave know. it there? You know where that's at, right?
2: <laughs> you don't get full of kids, right? <laughs> okay. You don't want to lose it. He didn't want to he don't want to get <laughs> <laughs> he figured someone type it. I don't I have no idea. I never got to go. I just assumed that did he did you ever it.
0: ask him did you ever ask him to? No. I it
2: just opposite. I don't think it was ever an option. I don't just think it was an option. all the time. It was off limits, El Camino. He had that eight track player in there though. Know, he played that damn uh uh Little River Band, huh? No, no 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 it was um it was uh Come on. But Uncle Buck, what was it, or it Trains, Plains, and All Bills, what was John Caddy doing, what did they play, kind of music they play on that? Polka music. Polka music. He had polka music going there 24-7. <laughs> oh, that's right.
1: What, didn't yeah. we have a bus driver that always played polka too, Bill? Nora. Nora? Nora yeah. Oglesby was a polka fan. I think she, she just,
2: she played the music that we didn't like, because every time we would start talking about her, she had the... That sound system she had in there was unbelievable. She kept cranking her up, cranking her up, cranking her up. <laughs> pretty soon we couldn't even
0: hear each other because the polka music was going. I think JW told her to turn it down a couple times. <laughs> I think you did too, Bill. <laughs> All
2: right, okay, let's tell the story. Let's tell the story about the, about, about the about the uh, incident turned altercation upon Kip Lake, Robbie. When uh oh. Like, was,
1: was that a sucker fish or was it a carp
2: fish uh well we were catching trout and yep. we were catching all types but the biggest one that we had i don't know i thought it was a sucker fish but i mean is, what's, what's the, the difference? difference between a su- i don't know they're both bottom feeders they both got yep. them lips on there i don't know please, carp i don't know maybe we we're catching fish. let billy know the difference yeah let's get oh. an opinion on the difference between a carp and a sucker fish but they're both it's not good eating Okay, I never, someone said the way you cook a car. That one guy, said it,
1: that one guy <laughs> said it was. <laughs> Pooh. The guy up at Kip Lake said they're good eating. You just boil it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, he used to tell us that he boil it. What do you say? It's, uh, ain't no much, but bo- any bones in it either. It's good white. Oh, he called it, it as a poor man's lobster. Yeah, it. that's what he told me. Right, right. I poor man's lobster. It. But I think my grandpa Harold said that you'd, Get the, get a nice board of get a nice piece of uh, cedar, and you put that carp on there, and you hammer it down to it, and you stick it in the oven at 350 for about 45 minutes. Bring it out, season it up a little bit, and then uh, you pull it off that you pull that carp off that board, you throw it in the garbage, and you eat the cedar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the only way to eat carp. <laughs> Uh, that's right that is exactly right <laughs> but anyway we had me and
2: brian okay me and brian were up there fishing kip and it was as windy as you can just imagine like it's white capping and we're up there we had a few cocktails we had those lawn those little lawn chairs that get a low of the ground Michelob. and some micheload we had a we had the cooler milk the styrofoam cooler Michelob, and wow. we were just having having a good t- i mean as good a time as a couple 60 year old kids could have <laughs> Out there, getting blown by the wind and just getting jellyfish with the freaking beers, and uh, I'll tell you this, Robbie, you know how to catch fish. I don't know yeah, if I've yeah, ever been with you and I, you, you haven't been not, able to I'm catch like fish. Yeah.
1: What? I said I'm not good. I just got lucky.
2: What were we using? Marsh those marshmallows, those colored,
1: colored. like those. Yeah, like, like the sherbet-colored marshmallows. I think wasn't it? Uh, it was something like that. Or them fake salmon eggs.
2: You know, yeah, you'd wrap them up in those, uh, like, nylon nets or something. Anyway, we snaked a couple of fishing poles out of my grandpa, and he had a bunch of them. We snaked a couple of fishing poles out of there, got some beer, got some of Robinson's magical bait, sherbet, uh, the sherbet-colored <laughs> color, marshmallows and salmon eggs and... Oh, I know what you used. You used that like a night crawler and you'd spray that WD forty all over
1: it. <laughs> That's right.
2: <laughs> he said this is magic sauce. This is fish bait. And it I tell you what, he would spray so much of that on there and you'd throw it out onto the water, <laughs> and that WD forty would sit on top of the water, it looked Gene. like an oil
1: spill. <laughs> oh it, just, it was colored. <laughs> I'd say you want the run. Like you want it like your coffee, just a little bit of that. Color look on the top of your coffee,
2: that scum, that little, that little, <laughs> that little pond scum on top of it. Yeah, but you have so much WD-40. You throw We launched that thing out there, and that WD-40 you just be dripping off of that night crawler as it's flying out there, and it lands and sinks. And next thing you know, on top of that water, it looks like the Exxon Valdez went cruising through <laughs> there. <laughs> just a,
1: about a twelve-foot-wide oil spill out there. Were they were they <laughs> attracted to the color or the smell of it or what? WD-4 had a details. smell, probably. I don't know what it was.
2: We, but you can't, we We were raking them in. I mean, we were pulling them in. Like I remember one time, Robinson didn't want to reel it in, so he just got out of his chair and just started walking inland <laughs> and pulling that thing right up onto the beach. But there, the thing was, there was a couple of Hooteright kids, or uh, I don't know, that one kid was pretty big, he was big. probably he was about 150 about yards
1: wow. away. Hmm? He was about 6'5", I'm guessing. God, he looked big from a distance. Robbie, how tall are you kid
0: kid kid again? I forget. Robbie. What? How tall are you again? I forget. Five seven. Five seven, this guy's six five. Five seven, <laughs> soaking wet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was big though. And he was on the
2: other side and we weren't paying much attention to him. But uh in the little dude. That it was like half the size. It looked like Benny and me. It looked like, what was that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger, remember that movie? <laughs> That's yeah, what it looked the like. Dream. Twins. Twins, yeah. Anyway, they're on the other side. We're over there having a good time hooting and hollering, catching fish, and they were, we could tell they're getting skunked. Let me just tell you this. When you're out of one of those lakes, there ain't no obstruction. You can see everything. It's just flat. And, and we could see that those guys weren't doing very good. I think Robinson was terrorizing them a little bit. <laughs> every wow. time he catches a fish, he'd hang it up. He'd hold his hand, his eye in the air and start
0: shaking that fish
2: off his finger,
0: have his finger in the gill and give her a couple shakes. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't have any, uh, any, they didn't have any WD 40 to help them out. I don't think they knew what they were doing to be honest with you. Francis, They weren't.
2: They were, <laughs> they were. And every time Robbie catch a fish, he'd hold up the air and give her a couple shakes and drop her on the
1: ground, hold it there, shake it and drop it down. well, then I, then I finally said to him, I said, Well, you guys are really knocking it dead. <laughs> well, that's when
2: they kept getting closer. Because they kept inching around in that blue and white truck, inching around closer to us. Kind of like non-conspicuous. And they got to the point where they were within earshot. And every time Robbie would catch a fish, he goes, you guys are knocking her dead over there. What are you using? <laughs> <laughs> well, they got they were got curious. So as soon as, as soon as the communication barrier had been snapped, they came right on over and Robbie was in rare form. I'm telling you, he was, he was, he was terrorized
0: and I was probably contributing a little bit, but we I were kind of, and he was, beers. that's when he was rocking it a little different.
1: Yeah. So I was probably eight beers deep at this point though.
2: <laughs> he, he, was, he was, he was, he was one fish for every beer, one beer for every fish. And he was about eight ten beers deep. And, uh, so they came over and they're talking to us. Oh, those are nice fish. Oh, them are nice big and they're just laying there out and basket in the sun. Well <laughs> 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 what was the deal with the carp? did you, did you
1: want the carp or I, I could, see, you guys want you guys wanna cut all these fish? And and they goes, Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you well say? I'll give me this one and I pointed to the carp. What did his face look like when I pointed to that carp, right? <laughs> <laughs> his eyes opened up pretty big. I I don't know, I think he liked it. Didn't you? I didn't I was laughing. I was laughing it. You want this one?
2: Oh, you betcha. I mean he was and but we had trout there, but the biggest one we had was this carp, right? And Robinson points at the carp thinking that he would catch on that that's a that's garbage fish. But well, he did. He goes, Oh, I'll take it. And so Robinson asked him if he wants that fish, thinking that he would, you know, not because it's garbage. It's a carp. He goes, "Oh, you betcha!" So Robinson stands up, and this is a big dude, man. I, he was a big, he was a big old barrel chested utterite, and but nice as it could be. Like he wasn't, he wasn't being aggressive at all. He could tell he's he had a, he had a good spirit about him.
1: But at that, Robinson, point, at that moment, he wasn't being aggressive. <laughs> at that moment, that's right. So Robert said, asked
2: him if he wants a carp. No. Well, he holds it out in his hand. And this hood, he goes, you want that? He goes, yep. He said, uh, we asked him two questions. He, he said, you yes, you have two questions for him. How bad? Oh, yeah. How bad do you want this fish? And he kind of looked up at him. And Robinson took that fish and threw it over his head, kind of a hook shot, out into the water, probably about 30 or feet out into the water. Second question, can you swim?
0: terrorized, <laughs> oh, terrorized. Terrorize. Oh, oh, and he was, <laughs> I thought that guy was, he just a look on his
2: face. And I had no idea it was going this direction at all. I mean, Robinson stood up and we were risen with him. I thought he was going to give him the carp as a joke. Just giving him the carp as a joke would have been good. No. How bad do you want it? And can you can you swim? Well, would he threw that out there? Big boy was a little, he, he realized he was embarrassed. What? I mean, he was like, he realized he got taken and he's being made fun a, a, a of. Right
0: kid. He was the right kid. Both of them
2: were two. Of them, well, they were big, older big,
0: than us. He was
2: definitely older than us. Probably friend. in his twenties. Maybe. Yeah. He was older and the younger, I couldn't make heads or tails out of the little guy. But this escalated. Like, he was pissed. I mean, he was hot. He was irate. (laughs) He was irate. So um, I have no idea what to make of this, but you could tell he didn't know what to say. He didn't know what to do. He had his sleeves kind of rolled up over his forearms. And then then I think it was hot pursuit. Something happened before he started chasing us. I don't know. You might have said something. But he started chasing us. I, Big fella started chasing uh, us.
1: I think he, I think he fired off, "You effing asshole!" <laughs> 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 oh no, I know what he said. What was it? Because I use it.
2: He said he was talking about punching us, like like getting in an like altercation. He's gonna he's gonna hit us. Oh yeah, and, that's uh, right. Remember, and he's he's like. Uh, and you kept tor- tor- tormenting them. The little dude was right behind him, looking around him, you know, tormenting them. But he says, I'll punch your feet, I'll t- punch your teeth so down, down your down your throat you're going to have to pull your britches down to chew your food. <laughs> 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 so they, they took after us and they were running,
1: and we were shit.
2: We, they were in them boots. And we were Gadget. fleet of foot. There were no way they were going to catch but us. But, so,
1: do you remember what happened to you? you? stumbled yeah, into that little I
2: re- lock. I remember. I turned. So they were chasing us. They weren't going to I turned around and was running and in tournament. The driver, the driver. <laughs> <laughs> I was terrorizing taunting of them and whatnot, and they were chasing us. Well, um, I turned around. I I fell. Like I, I tripped or I fell or something, and I was down. And it was like, it was like, it was like the old salty with that, um, getting chased by that grizzly bear. Now you're, hey, now you're bait. And hey,
1: instance, I, I remember, look, I remember watching him and I was about five feet ahead of him. I just kept to go. <laughs> I just let him stay. <laughs> leave him. I am going to go help him out. He was on a boat at that point. But we were far enough ahead of him. But we weren't
2: that far. Like, a trip and a fall would significantly put me at a distance. They were going to get to me. Now, honestly, I don't know if the big fellow was going to really do it. I mean, he, he, was, he pissed, was pissed. But I don't know if how violent of people they are, right?
0: I, I mean, but I mean, he, they were I'd still, have still running
1: the, after him. He could have put it on him pretty good. He, he probably
0: could have. Was Robinson, but, I mean, what, what, from your point of perspective, Brian, was Robinson, was he a little, was he a little nervous about what might went down there?
1: No. no.
0: just kept on
2: moving he had no he was giggling laughing and the good lord saw favor on us that day the good lord saw favor on me because i was down on the ground big fellow and little fellow were running with them boots the you know what they had and i don't know what he caught i don't know if he caught a stone i don't know if he caught a gover hole but big fellow went down big (laughs) fellow went down to the point where he tripped and that shoulder buried into the ground, and I think it—I think it registered on the Richter scale. He buried that Every shoulder time, in the ground, he
1: and he stopped. Like rocks in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> A little cut up, you know that. I remember he had rocks in his head. He was pulling out little rock slivers and stuff.
2: well, he fell down, and it was over. Like the chase was over, pursuit was over. So we stopped, and both of them gave us the classic fist in the air. You know, they're both shaking their fists at us, like you know the <laughs> Notre Dame Fighting Irish logo. They both start shaking. Yo, oh, you sons of bitches. I tell you, we catch you. you It's all over with. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and I turned It was at this point I realized that Robbie didn't stop running. I turned around and looked to realize that we were relatively safe. And Robin said, dial, I could see his smoke and taillights still. He's still running. <laughs> <laughs> so then we doubled back. Do we ever, I mean. I know that he
1: was he was pretty hot to trot, but we went back. I think we, we talked to him a little bit later on. You know what? We made sure they're all right. We just threw a little couple more teases a little bit, and yeah, and then we
2: left him alone. He may throw the trout at him. I mean, we we weren't going to keep those fish anyway. But we talked to him a little bit. I think we patched it up. But it but, for for I'd say for a good thirty forty five seconds or shit got pretty hot. And he he told me he's gonna jam uh, jam your teeth so far down your throat. You had to put your britches down to chew. I've used that term before. I mean, I've I've said that to people just to, out of out of fun. I would never hit anybody. But I tell you what, big little boy, so there was something also about the little dude that he was
1: doing. I there was but something about him. Yeah, I can't. remember. Now you well, might you might have slit your throat when you're sleeping. The little guy. He was
2: a little dude. Now, the two of those together was kinda of fun because I swear I saw a booster seat in that passenger side of that truck. <laughs> he wasn't very big. He was just a smaller little dude. Someone I guarantee Big dead. Fella could twist the head off of the small hat. I mean, he had those big strong hands, didn't he? Those hands look like they're they could just squeeze a watermelon. Clean had shot. Stoltz, he had that stoltz kind of
1: size to him.
2: Yeah, he was a big guy. But anyway, that was ki- ki- I mean, we always had we always had good fun out there, but um, we never got we never had an altercation like that. And the fact that you th- when you toss that carp in the water like that, like over your head, like a hand grenade, <laughs> 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 I knew it was odd. I knew that. I knew you were feeling your juices. I knew you were ripped. <laughs>
0: he was in a, his, his <laughs> ripped state. At
1: me, go give it a toss. Yeah, but you didn't say that part, Brian. You did tell me you're the one initiating it, the whole thing.
2: Well, no, before they got there, I thought, how about if we throw him in the water instead? But I didn't think that you would dangle it in front of his nose like that, you know, and and have him whiff
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) Whiff it. What were you you guys talking about the other day about Sean Castilian? That was kind of funny.
2: Well, that was a, you, I talked about this with you. Tell Robbie, tell me what happened when we were playing basketball. I'll tell you, how I remember it. That was very vivid in my mind. That whole little well, incident.
1: I it was, we were up at H. C. Davis School. We were probably in fifth grade, and he was in sixth grade, I believe. He was a grade ahead of us. What, or you might have been? I I think you might, you two might have been in sixth. I was in fifth. Mm-hmm. He was my age. Yeah, he was same. We you know, ran remember, the same. I remember it was before school and we're all playing basketball, up at the basketball court at up at H.C. Davis. And the mm-hmm. name was named Sean Elhard at the time. Wasn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why did he change? Why did he change his name? Wasn't that his um, name? Brian, he went to I don't know.
2: I don't know. I, I think maybe that, maybe that was his, it's I don't know. His, that, that, yeah, I think his real name was Sean Stallion. Yeah. <laughs> <Custilian. laughs> But he I, was, he we ran with this. He wasn't. I don't remember him really being much of an athlete. But we were. I remember we was playing basketball there. Yeah. Right. Anyway, we're all- so we're out there horsing around playing basketball. Then what happens to him?
1: Well, I don't remember. We had to line up for like in you know against the HC Davis wall where the basketball courts and the gym were. And some mm-hmm. reason we're up against the gym wall, and it was me and you were there. And all of a sudden he starts jumping around like. He just started jumping around out of the blue. And Brian and I are looking at each other like, what the heck is this idiot up to? <laughs> they're there's smoke, wasn't there like there's like chalk pants or something? His pads? Well, and he had those like 501 jeans on, and they were pretty tight, if I remember right. And, and Brian goes, why are you doing? Well, what did he say to you, Brian? Well, he
2: didn't say much. We I, I thought that there was like it was it was small. It was like chalk. Like if you if you ever had like like baby powder, or chalk or something, you pound you you know you, you bang it together, or something, whatever, and you get all this dust and smoke and stuff that comes out. He was hitting his hand, his leg, and all I see just see the smoke coming out of his leg, and he was he was racing around there and screaming and yelling and carrying on. And at this point, everyone was looking at him, and we couldn't stop him. He, I mean, he was on the move, and all the smoke was rolling out of his ass head, right <laughs> out of, by, his, by his pocket. He was wearing so, jeans? He had 501s on. And so what it was, he had a pocket full of them wooden matches, you know what I'm talking about, that had the red tips on them. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. For some reason— he had a pocket full of them babies. I don't know if he, he bent down or something, but something ignited one of them. And you know what happens there with the sulfur? The whole thing starts going. And he was on the... Mo- and so he's trying to put this thing out, banging on his leg, and smoke was just flying out of him. People were trying to, like, catch him and stuff, but they couldn't figure... I mean, no one in the wildest dreams would have thought that he had uh, matches in his pocket like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, then it stopped, right? I mean, he was... He was kind of a... I think he was probably of Norwegian descent. He was really white; his hair was very white as snow, and he was oh, his face was red, and he was so. Anyway, at this point, when he stops, people still know how, have no idea what's going on, and he is just out of his mind. And there's a big black his pants he's got a big black hole in his pants, and there's smoke and there's the blood and the mud, the blood, the booze everywhere. I mean, he it was it was carnage, right? Well, he, um, the teachers, you know, everyone that's out there, they want to see what's going on. And he just drops, he drops the trousers. And it was a, all he had was on some whitey tighties that were just singed. The top of them were just singed on them. And the leg was red and, and, oh, uh, you remember what that? Did you see that leg on there, Brian? And it didn't, he didn't have any qualms about, about, you know, getting those britches off.
1: Didn't one of the teachers ask him what, how, how he got burnt his pants and he got in trouble for lying or something?
2: Well, one of them reached out didn't know that it was a burn or whatever, and she just reached down and tried to wipe it off. They kind of took her head and raked oh. it across the leg, and he did. It just sent him in a second round of that stuff. Oh. <laughs> I saw him ball up his fist. He
0: never did swing that together. <laughs> he balled up his fist. And Mrs. Uh, who was our fifth grade teacher? Mrs. Gallus. Emily oaks
2: Miss the I think he took a handful of her shirt though and gave her a little what for, her. but I don't know if he ever I don't know if he ever hit her. I think he just grabbed a handful of shirt with his fist. <laughs> On Emily Oakscalis. No, she wasn't out there. Was it wasn't EAOS or AOS, whatever. Who what was her initials? E-O-S. EOS. EOS. That's how she'd sign them papers that would go home with me.
0: Ryan was not mm-hmm. being very good today. EOS <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't put up, with, she didn't put up with any bullshit. Um, you know, I was thinking, um, Robbie doesn't know this one, but I was gonna ask Brian. So we, um, we were, um, Eleanor, our, um, our late stepmom, mom, she, you know, she was a home ec teacher in high school. She used to drag us, Robbie, she used to drag us to great falls hour and a half to our drive and make us sit in Joanne fabric for about four to uh, four to five hours. Uh. And then come back. So it was like, it was like, I don't know, eight hours of just pure hell when we were like seven, eight, nine years old. And I was going to, I thought, Robbie, I thought you'd enjoy Brian telling his story about when there was a bunch of hood rights in there.
2: Now, listen, I don't remember all of this story. I remember being in Joanne's um, and that right there will turn your stomach upside down. Can you imagine a young kid having to spend his afternoon, number one, driving two hours to get there? And then sitting at Joanne Fabrics and having her break a piece of fabric out and run it down her arm like it was a you know like she was selling watches or something, but it was a piece of fabric. You like
0: this? Oh, but there and, was. And something. if you remember, if you remember the the show Hoarders, yeah. Eleanor Eleanor had about seven thousand fabric patterns and, and it's stacking up in our in our living room, and my dad had to build a huge wood shed to put them all in there and then she filled the so that was full and then she filled up the yeah, uh the living room again.
2: we, were, we were on that way down to Great Falls we like really what do I mean what are we get, going to get that we don't have at the house I mean I think we got every pattern <laughs> over no to that guy. Pattern but, number okay. 8 so there, there was some there was some um some thievery going on with it now, I I say we got a message from a guy named Wally check here not too long ago and he mentioned something along the same lines as this. So maybe we need to bring him in and he can tell us a little bit of his experience because um, it may drum up something. But I remember, all I can tell you is this. Um, someone got someone was getting a little bit, was was filling their pocket with Christmas cheer, Joanne Fabrics. And it was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Eleanor came on glued, remember? Took, yeah, because they I remember both They took, her, and, they, they took the the fabric that she wanted to buy reaching for the same pattern or the same fabric. And I tell you
2: what, I mean, I think Eleanor weighed about, I don't know, 77 pounds and she was going to start, she was going to come and start throwing some haymakers on these folks here. (laughs) I mean, you grabbed her fabric, but there was an altercation there. And uh, I don't know, because I was over there sitting in the corner where I always did just bored out of my mind. There was no, there was no cell phones back then, folks. I mean, even the, the little football, the little football
0: game, like, beep, 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 Mattel. Mattel. the, little,
2: yeah, we, did, that wouldn't even cut it.
0: So but we uh, have to no. just sit there and stare at the wall for five hours while she was, I mean, how who can sit and go into a fabric store for five hours and go through all the fabrics. She made us a, um, Hey Robbie at, um, Halloween. She did make us, a um, Brian and I both Star Trek, uh, uniform was pretty good. I was I think I was Spock and Brian was Captain Kirk. I mean they were, they were pretty good, handmade. That'd have been nice.
2: <laughs> hey Robbie, were you with me? were you I can't remember who was with me. I, I, that might have been winterood or someone. But we were squirting we had those long we had those syringes that were like a squirt gun. And then we were Winter. Squirt guns and Winter went hand in hand. Yeah we we my grandmother had this her yard was elevated off main street or off of uh, through street, but we could position those water things just perfectly. We sw- shot them that they'd be just window height and they'd go right into a window. So we'd see a car coming and it was just a question. Was there a window down or a window up? I thought it was you anyway. So we were long. Oh no, you know who it was? I remember now who it was. My cousin, my cousin David. It was who it was.
0: <laughs> oh, I imagine
2: that. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was super Dave. That's right. And so we uh, we were holding these. I mean, it hit the windows, but if the window was down, then it was kind of on. Well, we hit this window, and it was, oh, man. I think it was Marvel and Facet. I, I, I think it might have been Marvin Facet. I'm not sure. Marvelous Marvin, but I'm not sure. Anyway, he locked up them brakes, and he knew that he was going to be in pursuit. So we took off running, of course. And we went in. To the back door, my grandmother's house, right there next to where my grandfather parked at El Camino. We went racing past there thinking we're going to get away with it. Well, by the time we get in, we see, we see that car just pulling right up to the house. So we run in to get away from him, you know, shut the door behind us, go in, kind of race to the house. There's my grandmother, Grandma rota, watching uh, something on TV, probably golf or something exciting. She's sitting there and we, we walk in, not thinking anything up. you know, that she wouldn't know. Well, here he comes. He rolled into the house and he's standing in the living room. And I race over to the other side, which is the front door. So my grandma is sitting in this chair. Here's, I I think it's, I don't know. I think it's Marvin Fast, but I'm not sure. He's standing and he's pissed. And my grandmother is like, what are you doing in here? What are you doing? And he says, these little bastards right here squirt water at me. And so I'm (laughs) all the way on the other side of the room and I say, Kick his ass, Grandma! I go kick it. I go, my grandma's gonna kick your ass, and she says, "No, I'm not." It's so real fast. It's like thinking, "What's going on here?" And I'm talking shit across right. the room. <laughs> I'm talking shit, telling them that my grandma's gonna kick his ass. And I kept egging her on. And I go kick his ass. I go kick his ass, Grandma. And she goes, "I'm not gonna kick his ass. Get out of the house." And he was so distraught. Like, what is he gonna do? He couldn't accept the challenge.
0: She had rheumatoid arthritis.
2: Yeah, he was he was he didn't know what to think of the fact that the challenge now was having a fight with my grandmother and she, she didn't want to do it and I kept hanging her on and he just got frustrated and just turned around and left, walked out of there. And but I tell you what, she gave us a little what well for after that. That's what's going on. I said, I don't know, he's crazy. Don't worry she about it. Well, she had, we she
0: had that paddle hanging up in the kitchen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she was she did, yeah, she did paddle us there once again. But she didn't know what to think of it when, when the challenge was put out there. Kick his ass, Grandma. <laughs> I
0: like that. I that's thought it was good, you
2: that was That's me, a Robbie. good move. That was a strong
0: move. I mean, Let's that's a strong, up. that's a strong strong move. Yeah, we got a sponsor today, boys. Yeah, who is we got that? A well, if you ever... Uh,
2: you know this time of the year, Montana. Now I know you don't know when you're listening to the to this podcast, but in the wintertime, you're going to need yourself a good set of snow tires. And uh, we actually have a sponsor that can bring you those tires. Not only do we have it's a family running own business, and they got one of the finest salesmen, almost honest individuals you'll ever know. And uh, it is Kowaleski Tires. <laughs> and their address is Shanice Goliski. And their ad that they gave us here it says it's uh 7:02 in the AM. And you're listening to Why I Don't Have to Go to Work today, brought to you by Kovaliski Tires for the best tire. See <laughs> Shanice Kovaliski. And that's where you're going to look for them tires in the in tires. And uh, the top salesman, now he might be running the show down there, is Buck. It's all you need to know is Buck. And uh, he's the one, sometimes he's a little late for coming into work. But, uh, him and Shanice got a great working relationship and <laughs> uh, for your finest tires and for the best tires, see Shanice Kowalewski.
0: And F- you know what, you know how they always have magazines and stuff laying out at a tire shop. I remember seeing a book laying there. It was called Canadian Mounted.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Buck, you know, Buck's a great dancer too. You know, they have a. They have a, a a record player in there, a vinyl record player in there. <laughs> the, the, the Buck will get up and do some dancing for you. Because there was one time when they were at a party, and Schnee says, you know, time to get your records to go on home. Marcy. And they got, <laughs> yeah, Marcy brought some records down. and they. So when you're waiting, not only can you read the, the most recent edition of Canadian Mounted, but you can drop yourself <laughs> a little vinyl and start dancing around the room. And you never know, Buck might come on out there and do a little twisting with you. <laughs> That's it. But hey, I, speaking of sponsorships, Bill told me a story a little bit ago. And This is a true story about how he was trying to run the Burns Boys Small Town Shenanigans in a local church uh, newsletter, and for some reason, never made it to pr- <laughs> never made it to the printer. What, what, what happened there? Tell tell them a little bit about that. This,
0: this just happened. Anderson. This happened this year. No shit. And yeah, yeah. So there. So um, first of all you have to we have to reference this so it goes back to there's only one episode out of 33 out of all of them now 34 that has that i thought i better put rated r on there and that was episode number 21 and it was about the french class so if you haven't heard it it'll all come to pieces when 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 we tell you what happened so that's but that's the episode so just like Grandma Mary, remember she used to drag us up to go visit this neighbor, go visit that neighbor. Let's go up, and up to the rest home. Geraldine. So, yep, trying to carry on her legacy a little bit and. Um, Geraldine. <laughs> go see Catherine. Go see Geraldine. Let's go. let guys go
1: shovel Geraldine sidewalk and the Nicholas's Nick sidewalk. How about Nick and Lucy sidewalk?
0: Head down to Best Furry's house. So, you know, try to get back a little bit. So I'm down there like once a week go down there and feed the poor the homeless and um so anyhow so i was standing there and the guy that does the finance and we're not gonna name churches or names or anything like that but he he walked by and i had given some, I'm like got a little bit of money extra money you know what that'd be cool to actually contribute financially too so i'm like hey john can i after my shift can i come down there and talk to you he goes yep sure so i go in there and i said hey um I'd like to contribute to the actual food for these people. Um, but I want, and my accountant said, you know what, put, put, put your business in the bulletin and then you can write it all off and don't have them go to the right place. And I'm like, all right. And I, so he got the girl that does the bulletin. So they're both like really, so he's a finance guy. She's a bolt. She puts a bulletin. in both of these. So he's about, I don't know, 60. She's like, 28. They're both like really quiet, unassuming people. Right. So we're sitting down. She's like, well, what kind of design would you like? You know, I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't really care. And they're like, well, what would you like to say? What would you like it to say? And I'm like, well, you know what? I got an LLC. Let's go ahead and put the small town shenanigans in there. It's a podcast. Oh, I love podcasts, He says, I said, okay. Um, well, tell us a little bit about it. I don't know why, but the just, to, just I don't know why, but the episode I told him a little bit about was a serial killer. Now maybe that was the first mistake.
2: So so then what? So the fast fast forward on, and now we're getting we're getting to the point where you're taking a peek so, in the in the yeah.
0: Uh, so so then fast forward. There. So I left my check. About a month later, I went in and I noticed that that check hadn't been cashed. I'm like, hmm, it's been a month. And you know, most of those places when they get that money, they like to they like they like to put it right put it right in the account, don't they? Weasel it down. Well, that doesn't take, not, it doesn't
2: take those churches too long to cash check, let's just say that.
0: That did it that's not what happened. A month later it's not cash. It's not like, ah. You know, I just get that little funny feeling in the middle of your stomach that something just ain't quite right. Yeah. I thought I'm gonna take a little drop pop pop in there and have ask ask a couple questions. So I go in there, and I didn't I, I didn't announce I was coming in. I just walked in, <clears throat> and their cubicles are in the back, so they can't when you walk in, they can't see you. So they're both in there, not next to each other, but in the same side. I walked in that gal and I'm standing right behind her, like I could sneeze on her, I could do a sneeze <laughs> bit on her. And she uh, she uh, I said, "Oh, hi, there um Susie, whatever her name is. She turned around, and looked like she saw a ghost. And I said, yeah. "Hey, um, I just want to follow up. I said, I noticed that you guys uh, didn't cash my check um, for the bulletin. And she, she got her face turned. She's very white, pasty white gal. It's her face turned beat red. And she said, um, uh, yeah, you know, uh, go down and talk to John about that. And he'll be happy to talk with you about it. I'm like, all right. So I go down there. I'm standing behind John. He's back to me. I said, Hey, he turn around. Same, same look on his face. White as a mm-hmm. ghost. You're, now, what are you thinking at this point? I'm thinking something's just not quite right here. Something, something had, there's a little snafu along, along the way. Yeah. <laughs> lost in translation. Oh, it was lost yeah. in translation. So, right. You get to the bottom of it. So I said, Hey John, um, Hey bud. I said, um, yeah, I noticed that, uh, I gave that check to you on, on the fourth of the last month and it's the fifth of this month. And I noticed it hadn't been cashed yet. And he got real nervous and he said, Oh yeah, yep. Yep. Sure enough. Yep. He goes, we, uh, we just wanna we just wanted, we just wanted to, to to listen to uh we just wanna to listen to it and um and uh you know we're gonna have the pastor listen to it and, and uh mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. And I'm like, Okay, that's cool. I'm like, so when do you think you guys might have a chance to listen to it? He goes, well, well by tomorrow morning, we'll definitely have I listen to it by tomorrow morning. <laughs> I think maybe they'd already listened to it, okay? I Let's think they might it. have already taken a peek or someone did. <laughs> Look so, underneath the hood. So that so um so I said okay well just shoot me an email you know but I got I get up at six in the morning and I, there's a hot email right off the press. presses from old John. Uh, Bill I'm I just want I'm sorry to inform you uh, we cannot put that in the bulletin. <laughs> <laughs> talked to I talked to talked to the pastor and he said yeah we can't we're just not able to put it in there. Now how bad do things have to be? Not... Did they mention what episode it was that they watched? So I so 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 I I thought listen I do I see it. I so I thought, you know what? This deserves another trip down in person. So I can't see the look yeah. on his face. So I, I run down there unannounced, walk in there, standing behind him again, his back's to me. He doesn't know I'm there. He could feel me breathing on his neck. He turned around, looked like he saw a ghost. Oh, I go, no. Hey, uh, I just wanted. hey, um, thanks for the email. I just want to get a little clarification. I said, um so, what, uh, so you guys uh, aren't able to put it in the bulletin? Yeah, you know, we just talked to the pastor. We just, he said, Yeah, you know what? We're, I don't think I think we're gonna pass. We're gonna do a pass on this. <laughs> what episode was it? Did you find I said, out? What episode? I'm really curious. What episode did you listen to? And it was this little pause, and he didn't want to answer me. He goes, I go, Was it the serial killer? He goes, No. I go, well, What episode was it? He? he goes, well it was the one about the about the French class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. That'll and do so, it. I so mean the, for the people that haven't heard that episode, give us a snapshot of that one, Brian.
2: Well, I was just I mean, you know what? If you want to listen to that one next I think in our Quigley Awards. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have the gentleman who told the story, but basically there was a uh, they were terrorizing one of their teachers about a, a little place in in France called Al's Ass. So <laughs> and they elaborated that they got creative with it. So I, I got a quick story for you about kind of along the same lines um, where people just you know they didn't want to come to terms with the content. I guess we could say I, I was working for a pharmaceutical outfit. And we always have these national meetings, and they always try to keep it interesting. So about a month or two beforehand, they said, hey, listen, if you guys have any any talents that you have, okay, you have a talent, go ahead and send it to us, and then we'll send it out for everyone. We'll have them vote on it, and then we'll reveal <laughs> the answers when you get to the, uh, we get to the national sales meeting. So I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm driving down the, you know, I got like a two-hour drive ahead of me. I'm, I'm thinking, like, well, yeah, what can I do? Well, then I thought, okay, here's what we're going to do. In the spirit of Super Dave Osborne, right? Anyone who knows who Super Dave Osborne is? Robby, you remember Super Dave? Oh,
1: yeah. We watched that all the time when we was kids.
2: Oh, so I'm like, I'm going to get my kids to help me create a video of my talents in the spirit of Super Dave Osborne. Oh, and right? it, was, so we get, it
0: was it was so it's good. On so good. This, it's on YouTube. I it's, mean,
2: it's, yeah, tell them how to find it. It's, uh, I think it's just Burnsy's Talents or yeah something like that burns his talents or something i don't know i think that's how you find it i, I haven't looked at it in a long time anyway so i get my kids out there and i did two there were two skits i had one was where i jump over my the truck my my uh my chevy Silverado 1500 from back to front so i run over it i run from the back and i do a leap and i jump all the way over it i clear it and i do a barrel roll right into the grass that's the first one and the second one was where I lay flat on the ground, out in front of my house, and I allow my buddy's uh, motor RV to drive completely over top of me, and my torso, right over my head, <laughs> and out the door. Okay, those are my two talents I have, and yeah, they good. are
0: on the World Wide web. Oh yeah, you got people go to YouTube. You'll enjoy it. He did a really good job with it. So what
2: happened was, then they after everyone put there's a deadline. Put your interest in. Put your interest in. Then they put then they they um put them out there. To, and then people can vote like people can go on there and they can vote and then they can um, then they'll reveal it. Right. Well, I just my, my phone gets blown up after this. People love it. Right. They're just they're talking about how great. Well, then they come down. Um, the gal, I get an email saying, hey, listen, we can't um, we can't put this out there.
0: Oh, come on. Are you and serious? I go, I go
2: well, what happened? They go, well, some person that was um, actually she called me. She sent me an email and then she called me. And she said there was actually someone who had lost a loved one that got ran over by a car. And I said, all right. I said, but just between you and I. Wait, wait.
0: She didn't get run over by an RV, though.
2: Okay. Well, no. She didn't specify. It wasn't the gal I was talking to. She just said someone, you know, commented on. So I told her, I said, listen, just between you and I, all right, I actually didn't get ran over by that RV, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I go, that's, I mean, I I I just wanna let you know I'm perfectly fine. And I didn't I get I mean, how out.
0: does she how did she not? How was
2: she? So I got taken out. Like kind of the same way that they didn't they didn't put your, your thing in there. I didn't they my stuff didn't come through. And the girl who won the person who won it was doing like uh climbing up some rope and spinning around upside down with ribbons everywhere. <laughs> people, there was actually when they were showing this, you could hear people going boo. <laughs> mine wasn't even mine wasn't even put out there. And they're like Ooh. so i got i got 86 for content as well i understand it we lived in the software general society but it, hey for those of you that want to take a peek it's i think it's Bernsey's talents um and type print
0: into youtube and and, and it, it should be there it should be there it's good well, view i mean there's something isn't there there's something kind of beautiful about about getting 86 you know i mean i and it's funny how you like you can have this innate feeling inside that something's just not quite right. And when I thought that I was doing the right thing, you know, contributing. Um and you know, when you get shut down, you feel you kind of feel dirty and kind of guilty, rejected. even though you're trying to do the right
2: thing. I think you I think you got someone's attention. That's all I look at it as. So you got someone's attention. Okay. You weren't just <laughs> you weren't what you did had impact. <laughs> words matter hey i have a question though robbie so yeah. we had we had kurt schilling on here yeah and so you know we, that rivalry was really heated up in football you know and i and, yeah, and you course. were right in the thick of it and do you remember and we i talked to him a little about do you remember how big a boy that kid was in junior high i mean it was like unfair he was how
1: big he was. Or he, he was massive i hated tackling him well how about when he got <laughs> on the basketball court <laughs> Oh, you just run over the top, yeah.
2: <laughs> he just looked like LeBron James. Like he if he wanted to go to the bucket, he, wherever he decided to do it, he was going right to the pin. No one got in front of him.
1: And he was faster than hell, too.
2: Well, wow. oh, he was he was he was fully developed and and I think he was at the peak. I think his peak performance was eighth grade. Yeah.
1: I think that's really I where he topped Junior high trying to tackle him in junior high and I'm like, "What the hell is this?"
0: I thought Just you know, at there's
1: an eighth grader sitting in probably what eight one eighty five one ninety, and could run a you know four seven four eight. You're like, my god! You know, you know who Kurt talked about,
0: and I don't know if he was on the podcast. Um, might have been part of the edit part for time, but he, uh, you know, who he said he didn't he didn't like getting there. Greg Barnes. Greg, <laughs> he, he he could. Oh, like I got double. a little teaser for everybody. Okay, here's the big teaser of the day. We've been trying. There's two people that we been we want we want on here because they will be the greatest entertainment we probably will ever have and both of them have just silent they and but so one is Greg Barnes Grady if you're listening you know yeah. you know it's one of our closest friends um but I wouldn't, even mention,
2: one, I wouldn't even mention the other one yet because oh, uh, oh. we might not get him I'd say because we got the Quigley's coming up And then, so that would be the first episode to kick off 2024 with this mystery guest. And if we can lock it in, I I mean, there's a lot of times you don't know how it's going to turn out. This one here. And the only teaser I'll give you, those of you who know Bill Walton, he's Bill Walton of Montana. Okay?
1: (laughs) 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 He's an old college friend of Billy Burns' isn't he, Bill?
0: Yeah, well, we we hung out. We played sports and um, basketball in high school. He went to Corvallis. And he, um, but I'll tell you what, once in our life, we had Grady and him in the same room at the same table and Robbie, we can't say that this future guest name, but between Grady and this other person, who do you think got more, more words in Grady? No, sir. Not even close. Not even
2: close. Come on. You know who the other guy we're talking about is, right? Yeah, but you've never met
1: him, Robbie. Have I've you? I Met him one time with you guys. That's it. When you when I came down to Missoula and Billy introduced you, some reason Billy was with him.
2: Very close ties to the Highland. Very close ties to the to the uh, Glacier County area. And some of the people listening to this know exactly who we're talking about. But I'm telling you what, um, we can describe my, him a little bit. He's about what six six. Yeah, he he's he's a, he's a hoopster, um, very charismatic businessman, business entrepreneur, professional. Um and he basketball he, coach. I mean, we can
1: you radio know. radio show right. Radio
2: personality. personality. He's a basketball coach. He's a life coach. He's an entrepreneur. Um, he's he used he's to a be he ref- used to
0: be a licensed uh, counselor.
2: He's a, oh, he's, wow. a ref- he's an official. He's a he's a basketball official. He's a very avid softball player. Plays on a lot of leagues in the summer. I've noticed that. Um, he knows how to.
0: He's very resourceful. I've golfed play- with him. He's very resourceful. Yes. Who's he, better at golf, you or him, Bill? What? Who's better at golf, you or him? Um, I am, but that's because I play so much. <laughs> but uh, he, I'll tell you what, he, it's hard for him to find clubs that fit him.
2: The conversation is going to probably be, I'm guessing it's going to go
0: three, three and a half hours. we got to carve it down to about 50. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? I'll, Brian might ask him two or three questions, and that's all we got. That's all we got to do. You might not hear much
2: out of us, but I'll tell you what, it's going to be great. You know, I, the reason why I don't want to reveal it, is because we've been trying to get him on and it hasn't come to fruition. But he actually, as a radio personality, he went on his 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 show yesterday and he mentioned the podcast and he says he's going to come on in. So uh, if it happens, it's going to be pure entertainment for you and folks. It, we,
0: and we will, we will let the recording button stay red for three hours. We are not going to stop him. If it's if we start at 7 p.m., we'll go till midnight. We'll go as long as we got and we'll just take it all in, won't we?
2: It'll be, it'll be good clean living. Um, so that's, that's, that's something to look forward to up in, in 2024. Also 2024, we are also, I mean, up to this point, cause we just did this as a whim, you know, Bill called me up, want to talk some stories we did. And there's enough, there's enough goofy people out there that have enjoyed it. Um, in 26 countries and all over the place. And so next year, we're actually going to try to reach out on different um, platforms, you know, like maybe YouTube. So you can actually, cause I tell you what, to watch, to watch us and our guests, you know, see us live. I've went back and watched it. It's a lot of fun to add that platform where, where we have YouTube, we have Instagram, those different things. So you can really see some of the behind the scenes stuff that we got. We're going to try and do that. And uh, we don't know how we're going to do it. If anyone has any, Has anyone that knows about this, I can refer us to people that know about those different platforms. We're all ears. I mean, we're, we're a little bit naive to that, but we've got enough traction now that I think this would be a good time to maybe throw it out there a little bit more.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. So if you want to be part of the Burnstown, the Burnstown Burns boys, small town shenanigans team right now, it's Brian Burns, myself and Robbie and Robbie. He's, he's got, what's it? Let's go ahead and plug his business one more time. Ripped by
1: Robbie. (laughs) What I didn't know I had
0: until today. Yeah, you know? Ripped by Robbie. You know how to get old and you call the number 765 810 4864. Or you can call KCTBFM 103 Cutman Conrad Shelby. This is Tony Williams. If you need <laughs> to get ripped up and you want to do it the right way, you call Ripped by Robbie at 765 810 4864. Anyhow, <laughs> but on a serious note, if we, um, well, that is serious, but if we, if there's anybody out there, you know what they say. If you want to get in early on that on that stock, hop on that train. You got you got an opportunity to hop on All as right. an intern. Hop on, on as an intern and, and put it out there. Some of these clips on Instagram and YouTube. You come on in. I don't want to do it. I'm doing this stuff. Brian's the talent. We need somebody else. So, it's Robbie, gonna- thanks for jumping in here with us. I the the the, uh, the the
2: the the carp fishing story needed to be told, and I it's it funny fo- forgot about it.
1: It needed to be told. It Need to be dusted off.
2: Need to be dusted off and then out the door we go. I would like to get a hold of that El Camino and get that, that old fishing hut going again. That thing must weigh 400 pounds. I'd like to oh. see it.
0: <laughs> that ice is thick enough at Kip, eh? Oh, where I don't, I, I've never been to Kip Lake. Where, where's that? It's eye? just
1: out in the middle of the prairie. It's just like you're driving down a stubble field and there's Kip Lake.
2: You can't see. I mean, I think it, it's it's just, just, a, it's just, just a low just, spot on the earth. Is and there, there it any trees around water. it?
1: Nothing. It's just out in the middle of a stubble field, I swear to God. There's no
2: out- inlet or outlet to that thing. It's rainwater. It's filled up over the years.
1: <laughs> rainwater? It it's just a low nothing, spot. Nothing there. It's a low spot. It's a low spot? It's, it's not a, even a lake? It's a stubble field, Hub It's
2: just a stubble field, It's stubble field, it, I mean, it's just a low spot that's gathered water, I think. Isn't it, Robbie? I don't I know. What thought, that. There's no it's inlet. It's uglier than shit.
0: <laughs> it's not a vacation desk. You don't see any cabins on it, do you? Never. Is that the <laughs> lake that was on that movie out there that they made out in Heart uh, Butte by both uh, Ryan Gosling? It was his first movie. Slaughter that's Rule. Probably, uh, Brian Burns, that's
2: Brian Burns. He <laughs> went fish, no, he was fishing Georgetown with his coach. The slaughter Rule.
0: Yep. That's a great movie. If anybody's looking for Ryan Gosling's first movie, and I'll tell you what, there, there's some head turning parts, isn't there? I'll tell you what though about that movie, and
2: I, I need to watch again. That's filmed entirely in Montana, and this, and I think we t- we touched on it a little bit when we had RJ in here. But they got some good settings in there. I mean, they they they're playing football up in Hart Butte, they're out by Valeir, they're uh, in Gray Falls. I mean, it's 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 the backdrop for anyone from Montana it has a scenic. Pull it up and things <laughs> take a little oh, turn yeah. on Georgetown. Didn't have belt. Yeah, I think it was belt. It's a, it's a made up you know it's about an eight man football team out of Great Falls, but you see the Bison in there, and uh, when he when he goes fishing on Georgetown takes a little turn so buckle up, <laughs> <laughs> it, sh- it shifts a little
0: bit there Georgetown doesn't Did it there? Robbie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The George- Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Well the Ryan coach Gosling, Ryan Gosling was the player on the team, and then the, the coach was he's a famous guy, but I can't remember his name, but he's been in a lot of movies. But they had a they had a really um they had a really nice relationship. Hey, and Robinson, um
2: if if, if anyone from Cupcake Bank watches that movie, they're in the coach's house, like in his apartment or whatever, and he's got a bunch of clippings on the wall. And one of the clippings talks about a Cupcake Bank game. Cupcake Bank blows out some other team. You remember that, Robbie? No, I don't actually. You told me that well it was a long time ago, but there was a clip on the wall and it paused for a second. And so one of the news clippings on his wall talks about a cup bank football game, Brian, that you you were a part of, so it's probably in the eighties about some big win. You know, they're probably just taking clippings out of the paper, but there's a clipping on the wall. If you pause it, you could probably sit and read it, but there's a, there's a cup bank clipping on the wall and uh, Ryan Gosling gets i uh, well, I'll just say this. If you haven't seen it, when he's out on Georgetown, he gets a little bit of the Judy Garland syndrome, uh, he gets a treatment. He gets a little Judy Garland treatment, apparently. <laughs> well, so I, watch it. So it I don't know where it. you watch it. I think
0: you can stream it on YouTube, but it's hard to find. It, I it, thought they did a nice job with cinematography, storylines.
2: It, it won a bunch of awards. Did it really? Like the, like the what was that that uh, film festival they have in, in Utah? The uh,
1: Sundance
0: no yeah sundance that's it
2: oh i'm um, yes that's right Sun i'm sorry Sundance. yep sundance film festival it got a bunch of awards down there and then it just fizzled out but it's it, it, montanans pull it up you'll like it ryan gosling i think one of his one of his first movies he did and the and the, i think the guys who directed it were from like hellgate high school brothers oh, seriously well, yeah I don't know why. yeah so that anyway, was kind all
0: of right well, anyway, so that, uh, well, right, um, on, Robbie, you know what? Every snagging must transcend. Mm-hmm. Uh,